In business, you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service, and, and there's, a, there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 weight loss. Allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com. Welcome to the fifth episode of How Are You Really? This week, on a little Valentine's theme, we're going to be talking about relationships. And by this I mean both romantic relationships and relationships with your friends. So today I'm going to be talking about how to have a healthy relationship, signs you might be in an unhealthy relationship, how to help a friend who's in an unhealthy relationship, and how to support someone you're in a relationship with who has bad mental health. So as always, just a little bit about me. I've been in a relationship for four and a half years. So some of these tips that I will have tried in my own relationship and also research that I've done online. So I'm going to start today's episode by giving you some data from Safe Lives, which is a UK charity targeting domestic abuse. So I think a lot of people have the kind of stereotype that Domestic abuse can only happen between married couples or older couples, when actually young people experience the highest rates of domestic abuse of any age group. This isn't very up-to-date data, as domestic abuse cases have increased as a result of lockdown and coronavirus. However, in March 2015, the Crime Survey in England and Wales identified that Over 1 in 10 women aged 16 to 19 had experienced domestic abuse in the last year. So that's not even in their lifetime. And as we go to the higher age group, 20 to 24, now 42% of women had experienced domestic abuse and 32% of men had experienced domestic abuse. And another study by the NSPCC of 13 to 17 year olds showed that a quarter of girls and 18% of boys reported having experienced some kind of physical violence from an intimate partner. Although this data is obviously very important, I think, it's also important to acknowledge the difference between the male and female figures, and that the male figures may be lower, however, abuse can happen to anybody, and that the masculine stereotype that men can't be victims of domestic abuse is really damaging and actually prevents domestic abuse victims from seeking help. How to have a healthy relationship. Firstly, I think communication is the underpinning of everything in a relationship. That if you don't have effective communication, it can be really detrimental to any kind of relationship you're in. So within communication, firstly, It's really important to be able to articulate your emotions, especially with the amount of 
online relationships or long distance relationships as a result of COVID. It's particularly important to articulate your emotions if you're not actually together because a big part of that when you're together will be body language, which obviously you can't have if you're texting them. So what I mean by this is instead of saying I'm sad, being a bit more descriptive like I'm lonely or I'm tired or I want some support right now, instead of just making a statement that's quite general, if you use a word which kind of points towards what you want from that person, you're going to get a better outcome. So this is something I've been doing in my relationship a bit at the moment. But I saw it online and it's actually really good. So if one of you is upset or just not happy, communicate that you want comfort or a solution to your problem. So an example is, I'm feeling very overwhelmed by my work right now. And a comfort response to this would be that everything's going to be okay and that they should look after themselves. Whereas a solution would be helping them try and manage the workload or try and bring in a structure to their day which makes the stress more manageable. I think a big problem at the moment is having to communicate with lots of both romantic and other relationships online because you're not able to see them in person. So with this, I think it's really important to have important conversations, either calling them or on a FaceTime call, because this really helps to show body language and also tone of voice is really important in communication that's really just lost in text messages. And this really makes sure that you're clear with what you're saying and if you're having some kind of argument or maybe you're not in the best situation in whatever relationship this is, it's much more productive to talk on FaceTime or on a phone call because in my experience that it's a lot easier to communicate emotion so therefore you'll be able to gauge how the other person is feeling. Another really key part of a relationship is respect. And in this says respecting the other person's opinions and also emotions and that you are two different people and you will have different viewpoints and different experiences but both of them are valid and that's okay. Me and my boyfriend have quite different interests and we're just quite different people but we both respect that and I think that has a really positive effect on our relationship. Being accountable is also a big part of respect too that if you make a mistake, that you should own up to it both to yourself and to the other person in the relationship. Because being honest is really important in building trust. Being supportive of each other is also really important, especially when mental health is involved. That some things that might seem easy to you might be really difficult for the other person in your relationship. So even being supportive of really little things can make a really big difference. Boundaries is another thing that's really important with respect in that you need to know in a relationship that you are only responsible for your own feelings and you're not responsible for anyone else's happiness, behaviour, choices or feelings and that ultimately you are always going to be the most important person in a relationship with someone else. Lastly, balance is really important in any kind of relationship. That a relationship between two people, there needs to be a balance of how much effort each person is prepared to put in, and that 
it's unlikely to be a healthy one if one person is putting in all the effort most of the time. But as a result of poor mental health, sometimes relationships can go through a phase where one person hasn't got the mental strength to put a lot of effort into a relationship. And that's okay because you always need to prioritise yourself first. But if this is the case, your communication with your partner or your friend needs to be really good that you're both on the same page about what you want from this relationship. Balance between the relationship and the outside world is also really important, especially at the start of romantic relationships in the kind of honeymoon phase. People can be very obsessed with the relationship they're in and they can sometimes isolate themselves from their friends or whatever's going around in the world. And although you may be in a relationship as a friend or as someone's partner, you are still your own person, you have your own identity and with that you will have different experiences and also your own interests which you need to follow because self-growth is also a really important thing in a healthy relationship. Finally, trust is a really important part of any relationship too and that You want to be able to share things with a partner or a friend and you wouldn't expect those things to be told to anyone else because that is something shared in confidence within your relationship. And without that trust, it's really hard to build any kind of emotional intimacy between two people in that you can't tell them anything if you think it might be shared with people you aren't in that same relationship with. So next I'm going to talk about the signs of an unhealthy relationship. So obviously within this there is physical, emotional or verbal abuse, which is obviously a massive red flag that you're in an unhealthy relationship. There's a lot more subtle things that can show you that maybe someone else or you are in an unhealthy relationship. And this goes between friendships too, because I think unhealthy friendships are just as prevalent as unhealthy relationships So one sign is that the relationship seems controlling and this could be from one party in the relationship or could be from both and that then they feel they have to have control over their partner to feel secure in that relationship and this usually becomes from a place of really deep insecurity in that person and some methods of control include like emotional blackmail which is a form of gaslighting which if you don't know is is basically manipulation to make someone doubt themselves and this can actually lead to changing their own sense of perception or identity and it eventually can just wear down their self-worth. Another sign of an unhealthy relationship is that there's a lack of empathy between two people and that uh, there will always be something worse happening to them So it kind of downplays whatever you're going through. Or there's a lack of understanding about something you've gone through or someone is just dismissive of your feelings as a whole. This can lead to unacknowledged feelings, which can lead to secrecy and a lack of trust in the relationship that you don't feel you're able to express yourself. And all these things in an unhealthy relationship can really damage someone's self-esteem. So another big red flag is that there's a lack of personal growth within a relationship and one or both people in that relationship feel like they're losing their identity. So if you're listening to this and you think you know a friend who's in an unhealthy friendship or relationship, 
here are some things you can do to help them. A really important thing in any relationship is to listen non-judgmentally and just be a good listener and that you don't need to have an answer to everything but just the fact that you're listening can really help someone feel supportive and can build up their self-esteem. It's also really important to be honest with them and if you are worried about them to share that and that can be difficult sometimes because people in an unhealthy relationship most of the time won't be aware of how unhealthy the relationship they're in or they don't want to leave it because they feel secure but the most important thing with helping someone is to build up their self-worth because a lot of people feel they lose some of their identity and by doing that you're supporting them to help themselves because you can say whatever you want to someone but unless they believe you and want to do something about it then nothing will change. I'm going to put some unhealthy relationship info and also helplines in the description of this podcast so it's easy for you to find resources and help. Next I'm going to be talking about how to support someone in a relationship with poor mental health. Again a really important thing is to listen non-judgmentally as this shows them that you're there to support them and also helps them open up to you and sometimes it's really hard for people to talk about mental health so some things you can do instead of verbalizing your feelings could be writing it down or I've seen these um, octopus toy things online that you can turn inside out to show if you're happy or sad and it might seem pretty simple but sometimes that's all you need that if you're not able to talk about it it does tell someone how you're feeling. Something more proactive you can do is really educate yourself on mental health As some people find it hard to talk about, by educating yourself first, you already have that understanding without them having to explain everything really in depth to you, which they can be really uncomfortable with sometimes. Lastly, the most important way to help support someone is looking after yourself, because if your own mental health is poor, then you're less likely to be able to support anybody else. And by doing this, you can help encourage the other person to practice self-care too, which can only be a positive. So I'm going to finish today's episode with some tips for long-distance friendships and relationships. So I think it's really important to make time for each other, such as film nights or maybe cooking together. And I know most people are stuck at home right now, and this also gives you something new to talk about. Along with this though, there's trying to avoid talking excessively, as there's not much going on right now. If you talk too much, or if there's an expectation for you to talk a lot more than you're comfortable with, it can cause friction in a relationship or a friendship. But the most important thing in all of this is to stay positive, that things may not be good right now, and I know a lot of people's mental health is suffering at the moment, but things are going to get better, and we are going to see each other again. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and I'll be putting my Instagram in the description so if you have any suggestions for future episodes then please message me. I hope you have a great week. In business you rarely hear the expression for life. You make a purchase for a product, for a service and and there's a there's a time frame there. Well, that's not the case with Awaken 180 Weight Loss. 
allow me to explain. You know, a year ago, I started with Awaken 180 weight loss and had incredible success losing weight. But you can lose all the weight in the world and not keep it off. And what good is it? That's why I have support for life from Awaken 180. Yeah. I mean, I go back for check-ins and make sure everything's going smoothly. But if I ever had a problem, the counselors are there to get me back on track. Why don't you do what I did and call for a consultation? 844-346-1800. 844-346-1800. Or go to awaken180weightloss.com. 